Welcome to the North Texas District Leadership Podcast. This is a resource from and for those of us serving Jesus with the North Texas District of the Assemblies of God. This is Robert Miller. I'm the director of the NTD Church Loan Fund and NTD Foundation. I want to first of all thank Lennon Nolan for uh, all of his incredible time of hosting this podcast, and he led this resource for our district for the past couple of years. Lennon has left his position at the North Texas District for the incredible opportunity to lead the Waxahachie campus of Trinity Church. And so, Lennon, I know you'll be listening to this. We thank you for all you've done, and now I have some big shoes to fill. I'm here today with our incredible pastor and leader, Dr. Galen Clonch, and we want to say welcome to 2020. And Dr. Clonch, would you take a moment and greet our NTD family today? Well, I first of all want to say welcome, Robert Miller. <laughs> Thank you. I am thrilled that uh, you've accepted the leadership of doing our podcast. Um, Lennon did an incredible job, and we really miss him. But we are glad God sent you to us. Um, we do value these podcasts. Uh, we've already got quite a number of them that we're going to be scheduling to do and uh, continue to resource our district. So, uh, happy 2020, everybody. It's great to be back with you. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Clonch. I appreciate that. I know many of you listening today, you've began this new year by casting vision for your church and your area of ministry, and you've been sharing what God has laid on your heart uh, for this year, for 2020. And today we're going to uh, do the same thing here. We're going to hear from our district pastor and the vision he has for 2020 that we are calling Revive 2020. So Dr. Clonch, would you take a moment and share with us just the concept of this vision, the purpose of Revive 2020, uh, and then we'll get to more into the details of what that'll look like for this year. Sure, I'd be glad to do that. Last fall, the Lord began to really deal with me about this subject and uh, took me to the scripture just briefly of the woman whom Elisha began dropping by her house, and uh, she began to notice he was a man uh, of, uh, she called him a holy man. She had no idea who he really was, the prophet of the double portion. And she made a room for him on the top of her house, and that became a place where the power of God entered her life. Uh, she was to be prophetically given uh, a word that she would have a son that she had longed for, and the next year that happened. Some years later, the son died of a possible heat stroke. Uh, she took him up, put him in that room, went to find the prophet of God. Elisha comes back to that room, and uh, through the miracle of God, the boy was restored to life. So the whole theme of making room for God began to fill my heart. Um, and so that message stirred a challenge in me that I felt like God was trying to release something in our fellowship that had to do with a fresh move of the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'll just say that revive became the word that uh, we chose for this. And then, of course, with 2020, <laughs> revive 2020 just seemed to fit. Um, not associated with any other particular revival or move of God, but just a revive as a cry. Revive can be reviving your ministry, your church, your marriage, your personal walk, revive your health. However, God speaks to you. So that began this journey, Revive 2020. I love that, Dr. Clonch, just how the Lord is speaking to you in this direction and, and really just an emphasis of making room for God uh, and having that fresh move of God. I think your heart for our district to have healthy churches uh, begins with having healthy ministers and healthy leaders. Amen. And yes. we need a personal revival. Uh, I believe revival, uh, just as you do, starts personally with us, with our encounters with God before it can uh, ever I move into that. our church.
churches. And yes. so I love uh, and appreciate your emphasis and focus on bringing all of us together for this uh, passion of revival. This recording that we're doing today is on the heels of our very first event that we've called Revive 2020. It was held at Trinity Church in Cedar Hill. We had an incredible guest with us that day, evangelist Daniel Kalinda. Dr. Clunch, there are a lot of people who are talking about that day and how powerful it was, and there's right. not a lot of words that we've been able to share just because of how impactful it was, how powerful it was, the day ministry and the evening services. Uh, God moved. We saw him move in so many ways. So tell us your takeaways from that day and uh, the expectations you had coming out of that. Well, far beyond my expectations. Before I talk about that particular event, let me just mention that some of my concerns have been uh, the fact that my generation, I'm a little older generation, must pass on to the next generation the move of the Spirit, That's the emphasis good. upon the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one of the verses that the Lord gave me uh, is back in Psalm chapter number 71, verse 18, and it applied to me, but it says, So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your glory to another generation, your power to all that come after. That's good. Now, I want to sow that verse to tell what happened at Trinity. There are, I think, some reasons why the younger next generation maybe haven't been connected to revive or revival uh, in any definition though they're passionate and they're hungry. I am not pessimistic about this next generation. But some things that I began to see, first of all, is sometimes they've not really, they've not experienced mm -hmm. it. Sometimes the pastors they've worked with hasn't led it or haven't led it effectively. We have great Pentecostal theology, but my commitment is we see it in powerful demonstration. And then sometimes our younger ministers, I think, read after some who have great information. But when it comes to Pentecost and it comes to the move of the Spirit, that's really not where they go. Mm -hmm. They're more into some other areas of leadership, which is important. Uh, so one of the things that I felt like that Revive 2020 needed to build the bridge to the next generation to see the real power of the Holy Spirit well, Daniel Kalinda has been the successor of Reinhard Bonnke, who's now with Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's 38 years old. Uh, we knew of his ministry, and so he agreed to come, which was incredible. Uh, he's being used to reach hundreds of thousands of people in Africa. Uh, and so he came, and on the evening service, uh, we were at Trinity Church, and we probably had 1,000 to 1,100 people there, another five or 600 online uh, for a one-time, first-time event on a Thursday night. You know, right. we were, we, it was exciting. But that night, God did something that was so out of the box that uh, it captured what I wanted to see, but beyond that. Let me just tell you briefly what happened. Uh Daniel Kalinda really didn't preach that evening. There was wonderful worship. Wow, wonderful worship. And uh, when he got up, he ended up calling about 100 youth and children onto the platform, 18 of age, years of age and under, and he talked to them about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. A number of them were filled. I have no idea how many. Uh, but it was obvious. You could see these children. Some were shaking under the power. And we're talking about 
probably six, seven, eight years old, up to 16, 17, 18. And they were all ages of children. They were there. all ages yeah. up there. He And he had them in the, I mean, he was being led by the Spirit, and I could sense he was following the Lord. And then he asked for people through the congregation, they way in the balcony, all over, who needed healing. He had them raise their hands. They were hands all over the building. And then he said to the children, I'm going to teach you how to heal the sick. Now, we know Jesus heals the right. sick. But he was going to teach them how to pray. He talked to them. He coached them and gave them such encouragement. He said, you're going to go out and pray for these people. And he said, now God already knows what's wrong with them. So you lay your hand on them and just command it to go. Well, those kids bolted off of that platform. And I stood there and watched these children go all over that platform. Some were more timid and some were more aggressive. But I watched them praying for adults. And people were being healed. Um, as a matter of fact, at the end, he said, those of you who have been touched by God, come on the platform. I would say there were 40 to 60 mm-hmm. people at least. And these were not just, you know, I had a little headache. Uh, these were people being healed of some pretty significant things, including, by the way, one of our, form- our former superintendents, Vic Schober, whom God healed of scoliosis yeah. that night through the prayers of a 16-year-old boy. That's a powerful That's testimony. So, awesome. so I stood back from that and realized that, you know, you can learn by listening you can learn by watching, but when you get to do it, you, it goes to a deeper, deeper level. I thought, God, how powerfully you connected this to the next generation. So, Robert, let me mention this one thing. I heard a statement made recently by a pastor who didn't get to attend, but some of his staff did, and these are in the 30-, 40-year-old range. And they kind of made a statement like, you know, I'm not looking for old-time, timey revival. And I think I know what that means. <laughs> but they said, I left that meeting hungry for more of God. So I think the Holy Spirit is right on target. He's spot on for every generation. And so I don't know what he's going to do through this. Our next one's coming up, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But we saw a verified outpouring of the Holy Spirit through children ministering to adults that excited me and released my faith. Amen. And revived me. And revived, that's right. (laughs) Well, for those listening today that were there, I'm sure you can echo and even share your own testimonies and stories, and we would love to to hear those. I'll share some contact info here in a bit. If you have any testimonies uh, as a follow-up from that service, we would love to hear uh, what God's doing in and through your life and, and ministry as a result of our first Revive 2020 event. Uh, it's also awesome to just see that when we make room for God, as That's you right. mentioned, uh, God knows our hearts, yes. and your heart uh, is is uh, for a fresh move of the Holy Spirit. Your heart is to connect generations, and it's amazing that when we made room for God, those things just happened. It happened. Holy yeah. Spirit made all that work, uh, yeah. it, which is so awesome to see. And I think uh, talk just a moment to our pastors who. Uh, are are in their church context, and how do how do they make room for God in that context so God can move in their local church? You know, there are several things that uh, I've thought about a lot, and uh, and we're back to making room. Uh, I think that sometimes we get our in our churches we're making less room for the Holy Spirit to move, and and there's not really one way He moves. So please understand what I'm about to say, and pastors, don't uh, throw rocks here. (laughs) Uh, You know, we do a lot of singing. Now, worship and singing are powerful. But sometimes we, so much time is consumed in singing 
uh, that I say, can we sometimes just stop and wait on the move of the Holy Spirit? Uh, now, the singing, boy, anointed singing, I love it, and it can go on, but just to sing and sing and sing. There's time to say, Lord, would you move here this morning uh, and allow, and there's that moment in the worship where something seems to shift, and instead of going to the next song, we listen to the Holy Spirit, we cultivate, and we say, God, are you speaking something to me? And uh, it's just like in prayer, we sometimes don't listen. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of talking. Right. So I think just preparing the atmosphere, preparing the people to say, let's just come sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Paul gives us that wonderful admonition about each one comes with a song or a psalm or a prophecy. That means there's a spiritual dynamic that's going on there uh, that I had to learn when I was pastoring. Uh, just to make room for the Holy Spirit and be sensitive to that. So it was a learning experience. But I think it's just being very sensitive and knowing that God has an agenda for every service. If we'll allow him to lead us, there's sometimes a shift, something unique that happens. I want to say this. We're not trying to top the last service. Right. We can't get into that. But we can enter in with such a sensitive spirit that, when God wants to move, we begin to be aware, God, maybe maybe just a moment here, we need to stop and just pray for the sick. Maybe we need to give an invitation before we preach this sermon. Um, and sometimes there's just that holy hush that comes, and then this beautiful utterance of the Holy Spirit is given. I think that teaches our youth how to flow in the Spirit so that we don't just articulate our Pentecostal theology. It is a part of what we do it's a part of our living experience. Right. Recently, I was doing some leadership development with a church staff, and I was uh, talking about the difficulty of silence and how we struggle with, with oh, silence today. Right. And so I did an experiment at the beginning of our session uh, to where I it was obvious that I was beginning that session, but I didn't say anything or do anything. And I was timing how long the room could sit in silence before it became uncomfortable. <laughs> and we made it 17 seconds before yeah. somebody cracked a joke or, yeah. you know, started shuffling and whispering. Yeah. And, and it was the whole, I appreciated what Evangelist Kalinda did because the, the scripture I'm reminded of is the song that says, be still yeah. and know that I'm God. And yeah. when Evangelist Kalinda took the platform that night after his introductions and video, he just went up there and just waited. He didn't he get waited. in a rush. He didn't start right. a prepared speech or message or mm-hmm. he just walked back and forth and paced and was just waiting for God. And, and that's hard as yeah. a minister because we yes. want to get up and get into what we feel like God is saying or what's God's laid on our heart. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I think there's that encouragement of just being still waiting and yeah. letting God move was great advice uh, for we, our pastors. And you know, and you're exactly right. Uh, I watched him that night and I, I knew he was ready to preach. I mean, he came prepared to preach but i i sensed he's following the spirit here and i told him when i first met him that afternoon i said we don't really have an agenda i said this is just a this is a new uh a new moment for us to cultivate the move of the spirit and when i saw him and sensed where he was going i didn't know what he was going to do and i don't even know if he did right i think it began to come to him as he suddenly says i want to invite all the kids on the platform um you know, it's okay if people are shouting and clapping and, you know, my generation remembers Jericho marchers, okay? <laughs> the next generation say, what's that? Uh, but I was very uncomfortable when revival came to our church when there was a holy hush that I could hardly get out of my chair. But I learned to value 
the move of the Spirit. And uh, uh, if it gets quiet sometimes, we're uncomfortable with that. You're right. So we sing a chorus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, let me put it this way. It doesn't take God long, but it takes us a while to That's get good. into that flow of the Holy Spirit so that our prepared status quo, regular way of doing service, we allow divine interruptions that really release something among us. I love that. That's so good. Divine interruptions. Well, you mentioned our our next Revive 2020 event. Right. These yeah. are scheduled events that uh, we have planned for this year. There's there's four of them. Uh, so our second one is coming up. I want you to save this date, March 12th. It's March coming 12th. up very soon, depending on when you're listening to this. The Lighthouse Church in Dallas is our host for that day. We have another powerful, phenomenal guest that will be joining us. Tell us about our guest for that day. Dr. Claudio Friesen from Argentina is probably one of the greatest voices of Pentecost and revival in the world. Most everybody knows some of the great stories of the Argentine revival, and he's one of the leaders of that, still operating around the world. He's going to be with us uh, that evening. And I tell you what, you don't want to miss it. Uh, I've been with him several times, had him preach for me in my church, um, he's a statesman Pentecostal, but he is thoroughly open to the moving of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm again coming saying, God, I don't know what you have here, but I'm coming hungry and desiring of the move of the Spirit. I'd like to say to the district one thing, Robert. Uh, when the Lord began to deal with me about this, and I brought it to our presbytery back in October of 2019, the Lord spoke to me about this, and he said, you have to release it and steward it. I'm talking about this move, mm-hmm. but not control it. Mm. And I have tried to say, God, I want to do that. Um, I don't even exactly know what all it means, and I don't know what all is going to happen. But on the 12th, wow, he's going to be there. Uh, and then district council is going to be centered around Revive 2020, and I'm believing God for a mighty outpouring. We'll be announcing the other events later but if you didn't get in on the first one, you've got this one in March the 12th. It'll be on video and online, I should say, and then district council. Um, I I kind of feel this way. The Lord is doing something that we haven't created in our committees. That's good. This is a divine visitation that I believe is stirring our district, and I am just so thrilled and uh, want this district to know that I want a mighty move of God. We have to have it if we're going to face the headwinds of this generation. Amen. And these events, too, we just want to make sure you're aware of these Revive 2020 events and services on the evening. Uh, they're they're open to you, your, your staff, your leadership, people in your church, your core yes. teams. Uh, announce these. Publicize them. Invite, invite your people to come with you and experience this together. Yes. Uh, and I believe that when you all experience this together, it'll go back to your church. It's contagious, uh, and it'll spread as you go back, that hunger and that making yes. room for God. So uh, we just want to make you aware that these are open to everybody. We have some exciting uh, changes. We're right in the middle of planning for district council yes. this year, and uh, that is coming up uh, May 31st through June 2nd right. at the Oaks Church. We're so excited for that day. Uh, this theme of Revive 2020, we're already praying over to just uh, yes. take over all the planning, everything that we do at district council. So as uh, Dr. Clunch said, we'll be sharing uh, some of that. But can you share just a little bit more of uh, district council for this year? And let me just uh, mention something you just said. It is changing locations. We will be at the Oaks Fellowship uh, uh, this year and not at Southwestern. 
Now, the PK Retreat, which was a tremendous success last year with Spencer Speed, that will be held at Southwestern. There will be lodging available there as well as at the camp, but the services will all be held at uh, at the Oaks Fellowship, and we appreciate Pastor Scott Wilson yes. and his team who are just working so wonderfully with us. Uh, so it's a new location, but uh, we are going to just go after God. Uh, we'll be announcing all of our speakers, our breakout sessions. It's, again, a council conference kind of a concept um, as far as the times, and, and they'll be about the same as last year. We built in a little bit more fellowship time, not quite as tough an agenda. We had a tight agenda, I sure. should say. But um, that'll be coming out really soon, so you can be registered for it. So uh, looking forward to having everyone there. And I say to all of our leaders in our services, these are all altar-driven meetings. We want you to have time to be refreshed, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we want all of our uh, NTD family to just know our hearts today, that our leader, our leadership team, Pastor Kermit Bell and Pastor Greg Headley, uh, they pray for you. They love you. We pray for you here at the district office regularly. We take your needs before the Lord in prayer. We believe God's best for you, and uh, we're here for you. That's our heart. We want you to know that. And if there's anything that we can do to help serve you and your church, please reach out to us. That's our heart. And uh, uh, we love you all. Thank you. I want to thank our friends for listening today. Uh, we we have some exciting plans with this NTD Leadership Podcast to be a resource for you. There'll be some other resources that we'll be launching uh, this year as well, uh, because our heart of our leadership is to resource our churches and our leaders. Uh, so stay tuned. Add this to your playlist. Save it to your favorites. Uh, and again, if we can serve you in any way, reach out to us. And I want to give you an email address here uh, as well to share any testimonies or stories especially from uh, Revive 2020 events. It's podcast at northtexas.ag. Reach reach out to us at that address. Uh, We would love to be in touch with you and hear from you. And thank you all again for listening today. God bless you.